Stand by to receive our transmission. Where are you boys from in the world? Alabama, sir. I got a bad feeling about this. Welcome to the Bama Geeks Podcast. We're four friends diving into our favorite pop culture topics with a dash of Southern charm. Uh, we have the tools, we have talent. It's Miller time. Whoa, this is heavy. Pizza dude's got 30 seconds. Wait, what? Crazy? You didn't say I was crazy. You got the wrong guy. I'm the dude, man. You want something done, you've got to do it yourself. Be excellent to each other. Party on, dudes! So grab your biscuits and gravy, a glass of sweet tea, and enjoy the nerdy hospitality of Brock and Jessica Parker, Bo Bearden, and Kevin Gardner. This is the way. This is the way. And welcome to the Bama Geeks podcast. We hope you are very well. I'm Brock Parker. With me is my wife, Jess. Hello. We got Mr. Bo Bearden Howdy. back from the regions beyond. <laughs> I'll discuss it when we talk about what we've been up to. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, our good man, Mr. Kevin Gardner. What's up? We're all back together. We are here. And uh, this is episode 61. <sighs> Why is 61 sticking in my brain? Was that? Jackie Robinson. Was it Jackie or was it... Um, Roger Maris, home uh, run record. I could, I would say Jackie Robinson, but I could be wrong. I, I'm, I'm thinking of old baseball record that got shattered. Mickey Mantle. Mm. Boy, this went really where I didn't yeah. intend for it to already. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, I'm a. You're talking about sports ball. I don't know I, what you think about that. <laughs> says the man wearing I, an Alabama here. I am shirt. wearing an Alabama shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I have a. I have a. Bucky's baseball shirt on that I got today. Yeah, look. look at that. Look at there. Oh wow, I want that. That's awesome. Yeah. Bucky's playing baseball. It's really cool. Oh, is it Roger Maris? That that record was broke by Sammy Sosa. We this out before we go. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Roger Maris and Sam or uh, Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa when they broke. Uh, yeah, Roger Maris smashed sixty-one home runs in nineteen sixty-one. Well, and there was also a, a, a there's a movie, movie called 61. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. there is a movie 61. That's probably what you're thinking of. I didn't even know about the movie. Yeah, about Roger. Okay, so Roger Maris and Mickey Mantle. Um, I'm just looking. It was at directed it. by Billy just... Crystal. Oh, I didn't know okay, that. Yeah. I had no idea. You gotta go watch it now. Oh yeah, I'm gonna have to. I was just going off the uh, the the space and time or you know there the moment in time that <laughs> I, I remember watching that home run race and of course everybody was on roids at the time and just yeah. tainted it yeah it's about yeah. uh roger maris and mickey Mantle on their quest to break babe ruth's 1927 single season okay. home run record there you go there we go there it is i know it wasn't crazy I don't, know. I, don't know. I, was, I don't know why jackie robinson was going in my head with it. i don't know he's why. 42 42 okay that's i knew he had a baseball number that's yeah. the record yeah yeah he was number 42 just think of the candy bar. Baby Ruth? Baby hey, Bob Ruth. Gunton was in that movie. <laughs> Which one? 61. Uh, now I definitely have to see it. Yeah. The warden, really good cast. The, the yeah. warden from Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Who was also in Ace Ventura When Nature Calls, as I rediscovered the other day. <laughs> Is he the Monopoly man? No, he's uh, he was he's the, the villain. 
He was the one, you know, where, where Ace kicks him in the back of the, or mm-hmm. kicks over his chair and it starts doing that thing with his eye. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 He was the one in the chair. Yeah. He was the rich guy. What, what yeah, the he, rich yeah. Guy? He was the guy who collected the birds or the, the, the rare animals or whatever. I think so. Yeah. 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 yeah he, he's the one who collected the, um, what was it? The Burton the Quinn. Raven. He was Burton yeah. Quinn. Burton Quinn. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I saw him and I'm like, hey, Warden Norton. You just completely and dirt farmer. Dirt farmer. Yeah. Dirt farmer yes. yeah, he was the dirt farmer in yeah. Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> so yeah. So wow, what a way to start off the episode. Yeah. Let's yes. bring let's bring it back. Okay? Yeah, right yeah. into baseball. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but uh we've we've had a couple of weeks of of events in our personal lives and we'll discuss eh, the things you know, that's pertinent to the public, I guess. Um, I want to, uh, uh, off the top, uh, apologize to our YouTube viewers for not providing clips from last episode. To be quite frank, I was finishing up my final project for my summer semester for my master's program, and my kids were here all in the same week. And uh, I decided to kind of focus my time and energy on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, parenting points. Yeah. So I apologize for no clips. We'll we'll see if I actually do them do them for this episode. It all depends. Um, but yeah, apologize for that to our YouTubers. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but speaking of YouTube, um, we'll have some YouTube shorts that we're gonna do for Dragon Con, uh, and and it's Instagram Reels and everything else. And if you don't know where to find us, it's real simple: at Bama Geeks on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. TikTok and YouTube, that's where you'll be able to find all that content. Mm-hmm. Uh, we attempted, uh, those of you who are regular listeners, um, you may have heard last year during Dragon Con, we eked out a three-minute episode <laughs> where we sounded <laughs> dead tired. Uh, we're we're not going to do that this time. We're not, we're, our recording schedule falls on the Sunday of Dragon Con yet again. Mm-hmm. The week of Dragon Con, which is uh, Labor Day weekend, uh, we're just not going to have an episode. Yeah, plain and simple. We're going to actually skip uh, skip an episode. So, uh, just letting you know that well, well ahead of time. There's there's a lot that happens in that time frame. You know, we usually end up you know following up a Dragon Con with a short trip to the beach due to a work conference. So we've got a lot going yeah. on just in that time span too. So, uh, well, I mean, we we had, we had discussed it, guys, mm-hmm. but and, and we'd actually. We had actually considered me just doing an episode with me by myself, just sitting here <laughs> reading over woodworking projects. Yeah. <laughs> and it would be just like, you know, we, we would probably go through half the book before I fell asleep doing it. But um, can you, but, you imagine know, 45 minutes of you snoring, though? That'd be great. Oh, my gosh. That'd be incredible. <laughs> <laughs> but we could get a fan. Not- that That's like a Ron Swanson thing right there about the woodworking. Yeah. <laughs> you know, tales of woodworking and stuff. That's right up his alley. But the thing is, is I would 100% listen to it because <laughs> I love that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I'd, I'd be all for it, actually. <laughs> Folks who have been following me for a while, I don't know if you guys remember when I uploaded the video of me sewing a patch. <laughs> and it was just me sitting there talking while I was sewing a patch. Yeah. <laughs> I still remember that video. That was awesome. <laughs> it would be something like that if you remember it. <laughs> hey, I liked it. So, but yeah, instead of instead of a regular podcast episode uh, during Dragon Con week, um, right after uh, Labor Day, we'll just, just check our other social media channels, uh, especially YouTube. We, we may do a YouTube live walking around Dragon Con and seeing what kind of 
If you've never been to Dragon Con, we may give you a live look. Who knows? The signal's usually yeah. pretty crowded there, but we'll uh, we'll see how. Yeah. We won't know until we get there. That's just yep. that's just the nature of Dragon Con. It's the only con that we go to, uh, and the only one that I know of that is twenty four seven for four or five straight days. Yeah. So of course. We don't do and, that because we're old. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. And, so. and it's one of those things that's, you know, you can try to make a plan, but be prepared for that plan not to. It never works. <laughs> never works. Yep. So yeah. Make a plan not to have a plan. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So the, the only thing that we do on a regular schedule every year is go to the Dragon Con Parade and participate in that. Mm-hmm. And yep. we also um, have a, a PKE surge, which is our annual Ghostbusters launch on Sunday afternoons. That's guaranteed. The parade is guaranteed. Yep. <laughs> Everything else, you just got to go with the flow. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So look for look for videos and stuff like that on our other social media channels. Mm-hmm. And again, no uh, no audio podcast that week. Right. So you'll you'll miss us. We hope. I hope you will. <laughs> maybe. And we may be posting stuff also uh, in our Facebook group. Uh, which is the Bama Geeks front porch. If you want to go over there and join that, we'll let you in and chit chat with you. And uh, maybe I'll chit chat with you if I can actually stay on Facebook. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh so let's, yeah. Let's start up. What's, what's been happening? Yeah. Let's throw that out. Yeah. Just, just to keep up with the transition. Uh, Facebook just disabled my account and was threatening to ban it um, because apparently I was data mining <laughs> With bots. Um, um, I don't know what was going on, but that's the reason they gave me. Mm-hmm. And I requested a review of my account and they gave it back to me and apologized only for two days later to give me another message saying your account is restricted for data mining. And I, but the thing is, is I was able to post and log into it and interact on it. So I, maybe, that may maybe. be a glitch on their end. I don't know. Yeah. You were zucked. Yeah. You were zucked. Everything was a glitch on their end because I'm the last person in the world who even knows how to data mine. I, what? Yeah. I just log in and look at memes. Come on. Mm. So. Yeah. I mean, the first thing I thought was you got like hit with a login bot that was trying to log in and and then just basically triggered them. But, you know, if they were saying data mining, that's different because I've I've had mine locked before for that. Real quick. Um, Can I, can I share something? Yeah. Okay. This is uh, Are you I'm going to share a screen again. I'm going to credit a listener of the podcast with this, uh, Phil Clark. This is uh, <laughs> this is Robot Brock. Here you go. <laughs> There's no way there would be Robot Brock without no without any hair. Well, I'm telling you, that's you know that well, was the I'm only. I'm losing it. Well, I, I'm I mean, the ball you know, I, I, I want to say I posted up a capture whenever he did this, and, and Brock never solved it, so we still don't know. Yeah. If um if he's if he's actually real or not, I mean Whoa. the guy we're talking about. Uh-oh. Oh my Hang gosh! On. Oh, there you go. I was oh my god! I was trying to take away Jess's screen, hey, but Bob, she clicked on it. Stop talking about you being a bot, okay? <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> don't get rid of Bo. <laughs> I realized y'all flowed much better without me, so just kick Look. me out. Hey? <laughs> hey, what's the first two letters of bot? Oh. Uh, no i just clicked on her screen i was trying to remove it from the stream for her Mm -hmm. and she clicked it right before i did and it accidentally clicked off low 
Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I've gotten into screen sharing. Passive aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. She <laughs> in our Patreon episode before this, she uh she she was a screen sharing junkie. <laughs> she she's learning. <laughs> it's like playing with a new toy. Ooh, can okay. I share this? Can I show this? Can somebody teach me how to data mine so I really can get under Facebook skin? <laughs> So, oh, I still, I'm trying if to you want a data mine, you got to pay them for it. That's the whole deal. Ah, yeah. Because <laughs> they'll just provide they'll they'll provide you all the data you want in a nice little bow, you know, because that's how they make their uh their money. So, <laughs> so like, made me think when you getting struck with the bot, and like I said, you've got hit before, Kevin. What about you, Jess? Have you ever got a Facebook? No warning. I haven't gotten either. I say Mm-mm. I've been on a long, been on it a very long time, and I've yet to either get a. Oh, what you posted when again our standards and yeah. such and such. So I was uh, I made the joke though because I was trying to get you know get the word out to our mutual friends you know that if yeah. you can't find Brock or for whatever reason you know there's this is yeah. going on and I was like I I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't like ban me because if you know I'm telling on Facebook so yeah, yeah. <laughs> the only thing I've ever had is you know like. Uh, you know anything that had music or whatever that yep. sometimes yeah. that's yep. been muted but no I've I've never visited Facebook jail so. I, Me neither. I, I, this was my first, well, this was my first time having my account disabled mm-hmm. because of something I didn't do yeah, or, or anything. But if you remember last year, after I, about a week or two after I shared the photos from our Elton John concert. Oh yeah. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, Facebook right. took down my Elton yeah. John post and I'm like, what do you have against Crocodile Rock, man? Come on. So, it wasn't even music. It wasn't even a video. So any of you listening to this, uh to this podcast if you uh you know johnny ruckus the comment was made you know was like what do you think you are me brock so yeah, <laughs> yeah our friend uh johnny he's a he's a frequent uh visitor to old facebook jail poor johnny not as much yeah. anymore though not as much yeah. not That's as much true. yeah he used to stir up the pot a little bit yeah but he's zuckerberg's attention well, well, he, he's, more, he's more well he has to be more business minded now yes right right yeah, he's doing a really good job with his ruckus tees. Ruckustees.com, which we have plugged com. before. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't even know if he's ever heard us plug it, which is shame on him. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Maybe hey, Johnny, if you hear this, let us know. So we'll know that you that you heard this. It'll be crickets. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. Who he's knows? a he's a busy man. Yeah, yeah he is he very really busy. Is. Extremely busy. He's, he's got a great business over at ruckustees.com. Mm-hmm. What have you guys been up to? Well, uh, we finally, just a couple of weeks ago, we went and saw Barbie, and uh, we've also seen Haunted Mansion in the time frame between the two recordings of the podcast. And, and I turned 47. That's right. We celebrated Brock's birthday. That's right. Brock is, in, Brock is 47 now. Mm-hmm. And uh, we also, just a couple of nights ago, Brock and I are uh, venturing, <laughs> we're kind of Venturing a slow burn into the world of D and D. Oh yeah. yeah. So I was wondering we, where you were going with that. <laughs> yeah, for, for my uh, for my birthday, um, I got the the starter set. Mm-hmm. Uh, the blame this movie. I mean, we've covered it before. My my big D twenty mm. popcorn bucket is right here next to me. Yeah, <laughs> down here. Um, but part of my birthday gift was the starter set um, that she picked up at Target, and so. We're really wanting to start kind of doing D and D, and our good friend Rookie David Rookie Rayleigh uh, spent about four hours with us. <laughs> uh, about four nights ago, we chatted over Discord and D and D 
website you can play on and uh, create our characters and stuff. So now we have characters. Uh, mm -hmm. I my character is a, uh, a an orc paladin. It's I really liked his attributes. A holy orc. Yes, <laughs> it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. And Jess appropriately is. I'm a halfling. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I knew y'all would you like look like a beaver. <laughs> um, I am a uh, rogue halfling. Mm -hmm. uh, Perfect. Snicky, snicky. Halfling Lightfoot. Correction. So yeah. Um, but yeah, well, this that was very interesting. Um, the things that he you know helped us with and showed us. We were on a Discord chat with him that night, and it's um, monkey. I it's I mean it was amazing. it was going to be entertaining, you know, regardless. Oh, so it yeah. was so fun. It, it did not feel like four hours. No, absolutely with him not. on there. It never does. No. Never does when you're spending time with him. Um, but yeah, this it was very interesting. Uh, I enjoyed uh, you know getting to. You know, I, I, I'm so green to this process. I, I had no idea. So, you know, same as Brock and to have somebody that, that has that knowledge that's able to, you know, you can share that time with and help them, let them help you kind of understand things and explain things. And yeah. And my experience with RPGs like this is I have, I've always played them in video games, not a whole lot. They've never been my favorite genre of video games, but I have played them over the years. I just have never really gotten into, you know, D and D and, and, and board games. But, uh, as, as Bo will attest, Xbox game pass is a wonderful thing. Yeah. <laughs> and right now they've got, excuse me for uh, game pass members, the Bard's tale trilogy. I saw that you was playing that the other night. I have, I've invested about 25, 26 hours mm -hmm. in just the first one. Uh, I'm, I'm at the end. I'm in the final tower where I need to be. Um, and I'm really enjoying the mess out of it. It's, it's a 1980s Apple II, uh, game from what I understand. Oh. And they remastered it. And so now it's on Xbox and, uh, it's fun. It, it's, it's absolutely fun. I'm, I'm enjoying mm -hmm. it. It's turn-based, you know, like any good RPG and I'm, I'm learning a lot of things. Yeah. Through that, that I can use, hopefully, for D&D. &D. And we also got Bucky Ooh. shirts today. <laughs> so, we got the, we went ahead and grabbed the uh, the Halloween shirts for this year. Nice. Here's that. What's the uh, slogan on the back? The slogan on the back this year. You see that? If, you, if you've got it, got it on it. it. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And, and show uh, show Bucky on there again uh, on the uh, on the back. You see him; he's kind of a vampire mm -hmm. right yeah. there. Uh, they now have an inflatable Halloween inflatable nice. that looks just yes. like that. Nice, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, hmm, I've been looking for a centerpiece uh, to be out in, in in my front yard. I might have to go do that. It's cute. It's We're cute. it's it's really cute. Uh, we are probably going to get it too, even though we don't put inflatables in the yard for Halloween. We don't decorate for Halloween, which we should, but we never have. And we she, put stuff out inside the house. Oh boy, yeah, yeah, I we, can't say that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we definitely uh, decorate inside the house. But I was like, you know what? That inflatable might look good over in the corner of the room. Mm -hmm. You might. It might be behind me. 
You know, we might you do a podcast know. with an inflatable bomb. You, just you never know. know. It's 60 bucks. Yeah. Well, that's about right for the lessons mm-hmm. and materials. Mm-hmm. That sounds about that sounds about right. It's really cute, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really How cute. tall is it? Uh, uh, shorter than Jess. Yes. So I'd say probably about uh, four feet. Yeah. Maybe. It's a bit high, but that's probably also because it's Bucky's. Well, it's, it's, yeah. yeah, it's not that big. It's, it's really not that big at all. Did you ever see the inflatable um, at Christmas time? The Santa one? Mm-hmm. Okay. About it's, that size. It's about, it's about that, size. that size, yeah. yeah. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's cool. wide. It's it's wide. Like, he's got, he's got his hands out and everything else. So, cool. Yeah. It's cute, though. It's very cute. He got his fangs. Mm-hmm. He's scurry looking. <laughs> he ain't scurry. He's cute scurry. He's cute. Yeah. He's scurry. Not... Um, what about you, Bo? What have you been up to? Uh, let's see. For for I'll fill everybody in for my absence last week uh, or two weeks ago. We uh, we decided to take a weekend trip to the beach. Um, uh, got up early, like four o'clock Saturday morning, and drove down and uh, enjoyed some time on the beach. My wife, which uh, it will flow into this. My wife, uh, I'll, I can't get the lady's name because I would we'll get the word out there. But anyway, she uh, earlier in the week. Or might have been two weeks ago. She did a verbo for mm-hmm. a room for us to stay down there. Well, we go down there. We we get down there. We go directly to the uh, the big the big not the big pier, but the big public beach near the uh, the hotel down there. Mm-hmm. We we get there. We spend. We're out there at about two o'clock. We're out there for a few hours, uh, and then we go to go to stay at our verbo. And lady gave her the code for the room. She opens the door, and there's people stuff there. Already. Oh, oh no. So, oh. Yeah. Ooh. So what it, it turned into was the people who were staying there, they were supposed to go home the day before, but they decided to extend their stay another day. And the other lady did not, I guess, fail to tell us, or she told us while we on our uh while we were at the beach, and you know how well reception <laughs> is at the beach. So oh, yeah. No. Turned into some long phone calls with Verbo. We got the money back and then we wound up having to stay in the hotel because we we're like, we're not driving back today. Wow. So so that was our fun stuff with that. And, uh, Verbos do not recommend. Yeah. That was, that was, <laughs> that, was, that was my first experience with Verbo. I've always heard. And your I, last. Yeah. <laughs> I've always, I've always heard the, the stories of people with like that in Airbnb kind of mm-hmm. canceling on you at the last second. So, yeah. I, and that's, I, I can't do Airbnb and things like that just for, yeah. those, I, I'd much rather do the hotel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It would drive my anxiety a lot, like mild. Cause like, I have my guarantee spot. Right. Yeah. Well, and the thing is with Airbnb and not to get off on a tangent on this, it'd be no. really easy too, but with Airbnb is, is that it's gotten to where it's less convenient. It used to be Airbnb was more convenient than a hotel. And it's got to where with all the fees mm-hmm. and all yeah. the, uh, the, the, you're like some places will ask you to do their laundry or something. <laughs> your laundry throws. It's like, I don't got to deal with that in a hotel. Yeah. You know? So hotels have actually become more reasonable. Yeah. In most yeah. Places now. Well, that's, and that's a lot of talk going on around, you know, this time of year with Dragon Con, people talking about, yeah. you know, the Airbnb situations and getting canceled getting, at the last minute. Yeah. And they don't have a place yeah, to yeah. stay for Dragon Con. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Just, no. Just, I'll stick with the hotels. Don't take that mm-hmm. chance. Yeah. yeah. Beyond that, uh, let's see. I turned into Kevin. I did some more home stuff. I got me a, a fancy thing to clean out the gutters. So that was kind <laughs> of a fun adventure. Um, let's Is, see. Uh, oh, go ahead. And you've got the kid. I see you. You got the kid teaching him about cutting some grass too. Yeah. See, uh, he was part of some. Uh, it was part of his uh, his um, life learning lessons of mm-hmm. you know. Uh, <laughs> so he he got out there. I had him out there put doing the push mower in the backyard, which is much smaller than our front yard. But I've learned that when he gets older, 
part of his punishment will be pushing the front yard with the push mower. That's <laughs> one of those, those things for dad. <laughs> gotcha. But yeah, uh, yeah. Beyond that, uh, let's see. I've been doing that. Um, let's see. Not, I would say that I just trying to game when I can, but mostly like I've, I've been turning into I'm turning into Kevin. I'm getting overly excited to go to like places like Tractor Supply or Harbor Freight, <laughs> looking at stuff like I like I've turned into full dad mode. Like I said yesterday, that's I did the ultimate dad tier thing. I got up and mowed the lawn, and then after we got done, we cooked some burgers on the grill, mm. and you know it was like I was oh. like, oh. Mm. that's a good day though. Yeah, and then you can sit there and look at your and just just like just yeah. stand there. And did look you at stand your there with your go, cup, oh, yeah. looking over your you know looking yes, over the yes. work you did? Uh, yeah. Look, you look at, yeah, oh yeah, you definitely got a. When I get done finishing, do yeah. <laughs> yeah, yep, yep, that's a fine exactly. yard. Yep, <laughs> I, yeah, it's it's funny the the perspective of your older years, you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Alex, that's been it. We've been let's get the beach and. Yeah, nothing, nothing major. Mm. Uh, All right. I wish I could say it'd been interesting for my absence. I mean, we went to the beach, <laughs> had a good time, but yeah. How about you, Kev? So what have I done? Um, <laughs> quite, quite a few. Uh, caught up on quite a few TV shows, movies. Um, had a, a what my my eldest dog had surgery since oh. the last time we uh, recorded, mm-hmm. and she had a, a pretty pretty intensive orthopedic surgery that I've been kind of tending to her. Um, which is she's pulling through and she's doing well and she's recovering now. So, um, but uh, uh, the, the big thing is, is that um, I had a bit of a shift in, in my plans for what I'm going to be doing in my backyard. And I'm actually going to be building an office Wait, in what? my backyard. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna be, I haven't we told you guys about this yet. Yeah. No, this is <laughs> brand new. Oh, no. yeah. I'm going to be, uh, um, I'm still, I'm still going to be building my floating deck uh, with a pergola, but um, I'm going to be also building a, uh, we're going to be building a freestanding structure in my backyard um, that's going to house. Uh, it's going to be hopefully relatively sound proofed, not, but, you know, soundproof to the extent that I'm willing to do it. Um, but it's going to be where I move my office. So that'll be something that I can share with you guys as the progress, uh, you know, continues. But, and I actually started to work on this, this, uh, you know, today. Hmm. But, uh, you know, they we're recording on a Sunday and today I think it was like 115 degrees outside. Oh, <laughs> you yeah. didn't have a cloud over you. Yeah. Um, so there was no way I was going to get out and mess with that. And I had just mowed and I've, there's, there's quite a bit I've got to do, um, with that to get started on it, but that's a project that'll probably pick up its speed, um, in the fall. Um, so I'll be working on that. So you're not like, this won't be like a pre-built shed or anything. You're actually going to build this from the ground up. Yes, because uh, and I, this is something I've been researching for a while. Pre-builds are great because mm-hmm. you know you can you save time and um, you can just get them to build it. Problem is, is they build them cheap. Um, they're never built to be an office. Mm-hmm. They're never built yeah. to be anything that someone. Not, not, I, I hesitate to use the word livable space because I don't want anybody from where I live to think that I'm building a livable space in my backyard. That's not what I'm doing. I'm building somewhere <laughs> where I can be in an office that will just happen to also be heated and cooled mm-hmm. so that i can actually survive out there um but it's it, it, you know, it won't be a livable space in that sense but it will it, it, if i were to get those one of those prefabs i would you know still have to finish it but the thing is is um there are certain things that they won't do when they're building them um that would that i want to do like insulating floors so that i don't have uh you know any sounds coming through and stuff so it's just going to be easier to do and i've never done it before so it's the same as like 
I'd never built a full fence before. I built a, you know, a run a fence before I built yeah. a fence in my backyard. I'd never done it before. And now I can like do like Bo said earlier. I can stand on my deck and look off and go, yeah, man, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> and then now I'll be able to do the same thing when I finish the yeah. office. I'll be able to go. And I tell you what, I mean, it's the worst thing in the world. I work from home. My commute's going to change. It's going to be so much longer now. I'm going to have to walk to the other end of the yard. <laughs> it's going to be rough. Uh, make, <laughs> make sure you allot for your time, you know, to I'm arrive you, man, at work. Yeah. You're going to have to dodge dog poop and all kinds of stuff, you know, <laughs> so it's going to be, it's going to be crazy. So check with so yeah, the, uh, you guys, um, go ahead. I was going to say, check with the GSA and make sure you get your mileage. Yeah. <laughs> check the uh, so, weather check the weather forecast before you step out the door there <laughs> have to put me an umbrella out there so i can have my umbrella you know but uh yeah i mean where i'm gonna be building it's in a really nice spot so uh um you guys just kind of stay tuned i'll definitely be posting videos and and images and stuff to keep you guys up to date up to date on the uh on the uh, front porch channel on the uh page so <laughs> nice yeah it's it's gonna be great but other than that yeah um that's kind of what's been you know, that and you know my recovering animal that's what's pretty much been occupying my time mm-hmm. all right well that'll wrap it up for the intro for the podcast and one of our favorite segments is the uh, the bama geek southern words and phrases and dad jokes and we came into this episode without knowing anything about a southern word or phrase so this is I think probably just off the top of your head, isn't it, honey? Sort of, kind of. Um, well, hang on. Let's get you. Let's make you big up here. Make me big. Let's see. Not uh, me. Uh, nope. There Her, I am. There. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Hi there. Um, you know, actually, uh, this this phrase came to mind yesterday because of a song that was on that we heard in the in the vehicle yesterday. So. Today, well, this for episode, I have selected the southern phrase, we're living in high cotton. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Say, cotton has, a, has long been a key crop in the South's economy. If you're living in high cotton, it means you're feeling particular, successful, or wealthy. So that is... That is our southern phrase for this episode. Nice. I normally don't stop on country music whenever <laughs> it, it comes on my playlist on my phone, but I really like the group Alabama. Oh, yeah. And so High Cotton came on yesterday. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, haven't yeah. heard the song in ages. So. Yeah. And the bull weevil would like to thank you for the cotton. <laughs> oh, wouldn't it? <laughs> very, much, very much so. Yes. Awesome. Well, thank you, baby. You're welcome. All right, Kevin. Well, I mean, building on that, if we're talking about country music, I got a good dad joke. All right. Oh, um, okay. You guys want to do? <laughs> that just made me chuckle. I don't know if you guys saw me chuckling when I was reading it. Um, uh, what happens when you sing country music backwards? I know oh. this one. You get your wife and your job back. <laughs> I thought the dog had something to do with that. Yeah, too. Your dog, heard, you get your yeah. dog, your wife. And you- yeah, I was gonna say I've heard, I've, <laughs> I've heard a couple of like you get this back, you get this back, you get this back. So yeah, you become Why sober. Do, uh, one more. Why do Southerners hate landlords? Why? Because the devil rents down to Georgia. Down to Georgia. <laughs> 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 nice, nice. Okay. <laughs> oh awesome thank you man yep so all right 
Well, uh, we wanted to touch on on this really quickly before we jump into the fun stuff. Um, we lost Paul Rubens mm. uh, this past week. Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. Uh, it was instrumental in all of our childhoods. Very much so. Um, I golly, every Saturday morning we'd wake up and I, my favorite thing to watch, uh, right there in the mid eighties, mid to late eighties was Pee Wee's Playhouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, Pee Wee's Big Adventure is, is mm-hmm. definitely in my top five favorite movies. And yeah. like I was, we were talking about it earlier. I, I could sit there and I could quote every line of this movie as it's as it's firing off watching it i mean how impactful it is it is pretty much you know in our age when we hear the song tequila the image of him dancing <laughs> yes is the number we all do the dance when we hear tequila if you don't there's you know we sure do sure do i've done it a couple of times brock seeming you know do that so yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> you just you can't help it yeah what what did you guys or what are some Wee herman well, memories for you guys I will tell you the other, uh, just the other day when I, when I learned, you know, he had passed away and that, you know, he had kept his, you know, his battle with cancer private, which mm-hmm. is perfectly all, all right. I actually went and watched Mystery Men. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. Another good yeah. choice. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> Very good choice. I have not seen that movie. It's, I don't think since it came out, it's been a long, I, I don't remember it. I need to go back and rewatch it. Yeah. That's, it, that's one of the, yeah, it's been a while for me. Yeah. I I'll say I said I remember with Paul was in Pee Wee and all that stuff. Like I said, for me, like he he did something really cool within the last couple of years. I played the video games and uh, Call of Duty has their zombie mode, and each usually each game has a a theme to it. Well, a couple of years ago in the the Infinite Warfare one, they their, their zombie was a it was a they, it, usually it's, it's a survival mode, but they have like a story to it to like for the the lower people. And he played a a, a he yeah, Paul Rubens had a character in it. He was a, a, a former director called Willard Wyler. Oh. And and it was a cool thing about like each map had a theme to it. Mm-hmm. Like they were his movies. And like the first movie was an 80s uh, theme park, which was neat because they had celebrity cameos in it. Because in the 80s theme park, you had David Hasselhoff help you. Mm-hmm. So therefore, you had some banter between Paul Rubens and Hasselhoff. The second map was uh, Shaolin Shuffle, I think, which had Pam Greer, which was a 70s kung fu black sport like he had his movies and that was all the theme of them but they were all really cool probably the best one though was uh they had elvira actually cassandra peterson is elvira mm-hmm. and uh, uh the banter between them two just because they're they were good friends in general yeah they which were is neat like i said i have to send you a video of them it's it's funny but like it that was one of the things more recently but i mean it was really good I, one of my favorite things is which i've been which is coincidentally i've been watching a lot of old conan clips but to me, like Paul was one of Conan's best guests because, like, mm-hmm. they seemed like well, like they were generally good friends because I watched Conan yeah. post on YouTube his thoughts about the passing of Paul, which was yeah. funny. I, after I heard his passing while I was working in the yard, I listened to the episode of Conan's podcast when he was on it a couple of years ago, which was really good. Yeah, Conan had a really good post tribute post to him, yeah. and you mentioned David Hasselhoff. He he yeah. had a, he had also a. A very touching post about him as yeah, well. Of course, Cassandra yeah. Peterson. I think she had yeah. a great yeah. thing too. Yeah, she, he he sent her a video, and Conan talked about Paul sending videos to people, mm-hmm. you know, just within the last year or so, especially for their birthdays, mm-hmm. uh, sending yeah. some really heartfelt messages. And because him, I mean, uh, unbeknownst to everybody else, 
you know, he was riddled with cancer and, um, and Cassandra, she shared the, uh, the video that, that Paul sent her, Mm -hmm. um, which was really, really touching. Yeah. Um, but, uh, of course, uh, one of the most famous parts of Pee Wee's big adventure was, you know, when he goes to the Alamo, Mm -hmm. he's told, you know, his bicycle is in the basement of the Alamo. Yeah. So he goes to the Alamo and they're like, Are you, no, there's no basement at the Alamo. Can I do it? Can I, can I do it? What? There's no basement at the Alamo. <laughs> Dan Hooks, another great yeah. one too. Yeah, the, who we lost. Mm-hmm. But as, as you see here, I've got it pulled up on the screen, the Alamo, uh, when he passed, yeah. they, they posted this picture of Pee Wee out in front of the Alamo and they said, since 1985, not a day has passed without visitors consistently inquiring about the location of the basement at the Alamo. This tradition owes its origins to the comedic acting of Mr. Paul Rubens from the movie Pee-wee's Big Adventure. We are immensely grateful for his unforgettable contribution to Alamo pop culture. However, we can confirm that while there is not a basement in the Alamo church, there is one next door under our gift shop. May he rest in peace. Lies. <laughs> <laughs> That's one good thing. The Alamo remembers Pee Wee. Yeah. 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 Here's a good one I saw today. Also, the infamous dinosaur from when mm-hmm. he, uh, yeah. mm-hmm. they talk about his big, they talk about her big butt. They painted the dinosaur and, and, as Pee Wee's. Yes, that's that's awesome, man. Yeah, like, that's and my kids and I, I may have alluded this alluded to this on a, a previous episode uh, just this summer back in June maybe, but my kids went to the Alamo for the first time back in June and my daughter, my daughter mm-hmm. asked, mm-hmm. asked oh, the question. Nice. She's like, is there, where's the basement in the Alamo? And, and they told her, it's like, you know, actually, you know, it's, it's beneath the gift shop, mm-hmm. but yeah, but <laughs> they had a replica of Pee Wee's bike, uh, yeah. in the basement until recently and they, rem- they removed it. But yeah, even my daughter got to ask that question. So I was proud of her. Yeah. And they, you know, they don't, they don't mind answering that question. No. And they, they, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and the reason, I mean, not only did he, did he touch our, uh, touch our lives as, as children, but in 2019, uh, Jess and I went to fanboy expo up in Knoxville and he mm-hmm. was there and we actually got to meet him. Yeah. Um, which was a huge treat for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jess, if you want to relay that story of what happened while we were meeting him. Yeah, uh, it was close to the end of the day of the con uh, when we had made it our way over to his table. Of course, there's there's a line. But the reason why there's a line is because he's taking, he took time with everyone that approached him at his table. Uh, so that's always, you know, why you, Sometimes you may wish the line would move a little quicker. You, you see what you see the reasoning behind it once you approach the table. Uh, yeah. So much so that the 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 time at his table was starting to bleed over into his uh, his photo op time, and he uh, he actually asked because you could kind of see the discussion was going on there. And at first, he asked those of us that were still standing in line, "Would y'all mind?" please would y'all mind to wait and I'll be right back as soon as my photo op is finished. And we were, of course we were like, absolutely. We're, we will, mm. we will stand here and we will wait. And I think from what I gathered, the discussion 
kind of kept on with you know him and the people there at the con and it was decided that he was just going to go ahead and finish out because the people at the photo op were pretty much in agreement to no we'll stand here we don't mind waiting you know yeah. like i said conversations was going on between the table and the photo op area so it was decided that he was just going to go ahead and stay at the table and and finish out the ones that were in line um and of course you know this there was a lot of little kids there in line and and you know youngers the uh, younger people there and some of them we were dressed like you know with the gray suit and the, and the bow tie yeah. and everything so it, it was just it was touching to watch him interact with you know with the kids and talking with them and spending the time you know um so we you know brock and myself it was our turn and we had the photo that uh, brock had shared and he's just he's so soft-spoken he he's yeah. just you know he's he's just so soft-spoken he's so gentle in person it was a it was a great experience and so glad that we decided to um to, to take advantage of that at the con there yeah and and knowing now that he was going through cancer at that time yeah when we put our arms around him yeah. he he had on his pretty huge back brace mm-hmm. i mean we touched his back and like oh there's a metal rod here yeah yeah and so we just figured that he was just injured somehow but um I, it, it could be I don't yeah. know if that was cancer related or not, but yeah, nobody knew. And he kept it quiet. And his last message he wrote right as right before he passed away was and shared the day that his death was announced that, mm-hmm. you know, Hey, I'm sorry. I didn't make this public, but I've been going through, through this for six years. And thank you for allowing me to share my art with you. Yeah. And, uh, it's, it's looking back too, and, uh, you know, I, I've, I feel I don't know if I should, it's not really feeling bad to say, but you know how it is when you, when you finally meet that celebrity and, and, you know, he was even on up in age, but you know, we were just like, wow, you know, he's, he looks so much old, you know, just commenting about, yeah. how, you know, much older he looks and things like that. And he did, he seemed frail, but not, not significantly, but it's just yeah. that, you know, finally meeting this person, you know, in her life, but because I'm, mean, I guess maybe just because, I always see him as that forever kid, the, yeah. you know, the, the peewee's big adventure in the, in the playhouse and, and things of that nature. Um, but it was, it was a wonderful interaction with him. And I'm, um, I'm so glad that, that, like I said, we had the opportunity to, to, to do that at the con. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's, that's a, that's a great memory for, for the two of us. Mm-hmm. Um, Getting and I, I I don't have it close to me, but I actually picked up um, Diane Salinger. Uh, I believe that's how you pronounce mm-hmm. her name. Yeah, she played Simone mm-hmm. in in Pee Wee's Big Adventure, and I actually have I recently acquired a signed photo from from her uh, where she you know she signed it and signed yeah. it as Simone, and it's a, it's the two shot of her and Pee Wee up in the dinosaur. Yeah. and I had every intention of trying to get a of trying to yeah. meet Paul again and have him sign that photo to have the dual signed. Yeah. And then that yeah. dropped. I was like, Oh, and I'm, I mean, I, I got that picture over like two months ago during the yeah. summer, mm-hmm. hoping to see yeah, him again. It, yeah. Wasn't that long ago. Yeah. Yeah. I think I got it in June. So and little and yeah, it'll always be incomplete. <laughs> but that's okay. Did we know. Yeah. So, yeah. 
just feels like a like we've all kind of made the comment. It's like a a piece of our childhood is 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 gone. Mm-hmm. He was he well like I said we you know like I said he, he like I said of course he's always going to be Pee Wee I mean he was of a course, uh, yeah an ex, an eccentric Mister Rogers might be a great way <laughs> to explain him like he's he was somebody that only could have a character or a person who could have been created via the eighties and mm-hmm. a time was perfect before you know the you know what we have today with you know ridiculous people he wasn't ridiculous you know what i mean like a outrageous character that mm-hmm. can come a dime a dozen now where he was something totally different especially something appealing to kids mm-hmm. which i mean i kind of at first peewee's peewee was not a, a thing for kids and then no. it evolved, like much like anything in the 80s a lot of things like like we we like ghostbusters it was never really intended for kids but then yeah. it became something part of a, an icon iconography yeah i Iconic thing. There you go, man. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I was trying to say iconic, <laughs> iconic, and if something. Anyway, I uh, and he was supposed to be a part of Ghostbusters. Speak of the devil. Yep, that's the other yep. thing. Yep, he was supposed to be Gozer. Right. Yep. I think that wasn't it uh, the getting the movie, uh, getting Big Adventure made was part of one of the reasons why he didn't do I, it. And I think. Don't quote me on that. Yeah, I know. Like yeah. I said, he's also one of the, the one of the big what ifs because you got you had the, had them, the Belushi, and then uh, John mm-hmm. Candy. Like, there's a remember the right Eddie Murphy and you know. yeah, and and just this past March when we were down at Disney World uh, inside uh, the cantina, uh, he is mm-hmm. the voice of uh, Captain Rex. Is that right? DJ Rex. DJ Rex. Yeah. 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 And so we're sitting. We sat right in front of mm-hmm. right in front of Rex as we're. As we're dining at the Olga's Cantina. Mm-hmm. I I just can't. Every time I think about Pee-wee's Big Adventure, because it just stands out in my mind. Cause like I said, it's just that iconic movie that yes. will always be with me. And you just can't help feel nothing but joy when you mm-hmm. watch this movie. It's just oh. everything about it. Just it just makes you feel just it just lightens things up for you. Yep. And I, I've watched. Um, one, oh, sorry. Uh, right. One thing about the in sticking with the Pee Wee and how he kind of plays in a plays a little part of our life. One, one of the things that tends to happen here in the Parker household when I'm brushing my teeth is yeah. Mad Dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I walked up behind her in the bathroom one day and she's brushing her teeth and she's got toothpaste all over the yeah. sides of her mouth and I'm like Mad Dog. So <laughs> whenever there's teeth brushing time, that tends to pop up around here. <laughs> But go ahead, Bo. I'm sorry. I would say, I say, it, it always sticks with me that movie. The, I don't care how many times I've seen that movie. When he walks out of the pet store after he saves the snakes, <laughs> man, I don't care how many times I've seen that movie. I absolutely that, that that might be the most part I lose it at the most in that movie. That scene too, because you know he struggles with it. He keeps going back yeah. and forth. So that's like I'm save not, all the pets. Yeah. Oh no, we're not going to get this. And it finally no. just hits. Like, hey, I can't let them all die. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, such a great movie. It really is. Yeah, which I feel bad. I haven't seen Big Top Pee Wee as much as I have Big Adventure. Same. I've only seen it once, and that's when it first came out. I've watched it a couple of times. Mm-hmm. I don't. I mean, I. It's it's good, but to me, yeah. Big Adventure is the it's oh, yeah. the top the, tier. Yeah, Tim oh, Burton's yeah. Tim Burton's first movie. Yep, that's right. Yep. <laughs> so, well, we 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 thank Paul for you know all the all the golly, and we mean many many years of. Of entertainment yeah. and everything, mm-hmm. and he certainly, uh, the world is a lot less funny place without him, for sure. Yeah. And just thankful that we had the chance to meet him when we did. That's right. So, uh, so uh, 
To quote Cody Rhodes, what do you want to talk about? (laughs) (laughs) We've got some things here on the... (coughs) Well, let me tell you what I'm not going to try and do. (laughs) Apologies for that. My tea went down the wrong way. Mm. Uh, uh, We've all caught up on a a few things over the last couple of weeks. Um, I had only heard of this... Twisted Metal TV series mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. a handful of days ago. I didn't know they were making mm-hmm. it. I never played the video game. So please enlighten. Who? Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. <laughs> Don't look to yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. No, no, that's all. That's all good. Yeah. So yeah, I, I kind of binge this. Um, I actually finished it up today and um, it's, it's got Anthony Mackie is the, mm-hmm. the okay. main character in this. And he, uh, he plays the protagonist that's, uh, they, they 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 call them milkmen, um, which they 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 run. They basically they're like package runners. They run uh, a package from one area to another, which is kind of the the pretense of the story um, with a lot of the twisted metal story. Um, incredible characters, uh, as you would expect. Uh, Sweet Tooth is in it for sure. You know he's got his ice cream truck with the, the the bouncing thing and missiles coming out of it and all kinds of crazy effects. And had a really good effects budget. The story is is okay to serviceable i mean it's it's about what you would expect they kind of had to pull a lot out of mm-hmm. out of uh the, the video games and a lot of the, the the backstory but one of the things that and this is i don't know if this is really much of a spoiler but this really isn't about the the the, the actual tournament yeah the twisted metal tournament this is a prequel this is getting the character john doe set up to be the uh you know to, to, for the tournament and you know, season one seems to be doing pretty well from what I from what I hear. Um, and if they do, they they set this thing up for season two because they mentioned the tournament at the very end of it, and that they're going to have John Doby in it. One thing that I could say that that they didn't have in the series that they hopefully they'll fix in the second season is they need to have Rob Zombie in it because <laughs> Rob Zombie was one of the characters in Twisted yeah. Metal. Um, so they would have Sweet Tooth come back, of course, and then have uh, have Rob Zombie, but. Um, story is funny. Um, it's, it's crude. Um, you know, lots of, lots of middle fingers and lots of blood and gratuitous <laughs> violence and exactly what you would expect from twisted metal. Okay. Um, if you've ever, if you ever played the video game, it's a, it's pretty much exactly what you would expect from it. Um, and I was actually amazed that they came out with a very serviceable story with, uh, multiple protagonists that worked very well together. Um, I'd say if you, um, if you're, if you're looking for something that's a pretty good video game adaptation, it's it's. I think you'd enjoy it. Okay, well, I know yeah. Sweet Tooth, and uh, he's the only character I'm familiar. I'm not, and I'm not that's even remotely familiar. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I, I just know him from the seeing him on the video game, the commercials and stuff back in the day. Um, played by Samoa Joe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's the the body oh. is Samoa Joe. The voice is Will Arnett, I think. Will oh, okay. Arnett, yes. And it is very. I mean, it, the thing is, 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 is as soon as he starts talking, you're like, he's just one that level of notes above a Batman. Like <laughs> <Lego> Batman. <laughs> so it's like he he kind of sounds Lego Batmanish. He just doesn't have the, the the growl to it, you know. And interesting. Um, yeah, Samoa Joe did a really good job with um with the acting because t- toward the end of it, he actually has a um. He has a, a co-pilot that that stays with him, and you don't really know what's in it until you realize, like toward the end of it, that it's actually um, uh, lighter fluid. And they have him pour lighter fluid all over his head, and they light his head on fire, uh, um, so that he looks because I mean, yeah. he has the mask with the, mm. the tufts of hair coming out, 
but he actually lights his head on fire, so he actually becomes the sweet tooth that we know from the game. Mm. So it's yeah, yeah, it was pretty so Samoa Joe body with a Will Nart Will Arnett voice. That's yes. interesting. <laughs> yeah, the, the the mask was. I mean the the whole the whole show is is really good. It's very well done, and it's 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 a part of like Sweet Tooth that I never would have known. They actually spent a lot of time on him because, like you well, said, he, Ron, he's yeah. the only one you remember, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> so, <laughs> is this a this was a PlayStation game? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. That, that's why I, that's why I never played it. I never had a PlayStation. Well, I mean, Twi- Twisted Metal kind of, if I remember right, you know, we had Road uh, Road Rash, which yeah. was the motorcycle game, and that that kind of the whole idea of being able to kick people around and do things um, like that, that. That that game came out. And then we had Twisted Metal. Then we had like yeah. a Carmageddon, Vigilante Eight. They were so they were such. It created a genre of games. Yeah. I mean, the, the, those that genre of game, if I'm not mistaken, actually inspired that really, really gratuitously bad game, Postal. Uh, that came oh, out. I remember um, that. That was controversial. That was, and it was meant to be. Yeah. Postal. And they actually came out with a, a sequel to that too, and <laughs> it was it was just as horrible. It was really, really bad. Um, but the, just that whole genre of of games that just wanted to push the buttons. Um, Twisted Metal was probably one of the more well-polished ones, which is, I think, is why it's got, it's got a backstory. It's got, yeah, it, and they do, and they do a really good job with this. Like I said, it's a prequel, and usually when you you realize it's a prequel, you're like, oh man, we're not going to get to see any of the good characters. But you get to the end of it, and they kind of, yeah, they imply heavily that season two is going to have these because they start showing pictures of the characters on the on this little board. And yeah, it makes me excited, but okay. potentially for watching outside of two. Sweet Tooth, I'm thinking of the guy with the big arms that has the big wheels. Is that and that is a twisted metal character? He is, it is a twisted metal character, yes. Okay. And he is actually mentioned at the end of the season, okay. The, yeah. Okay, so he would be, I don't yeah, know his character's name, but that's just one of those those iconic things for twisted metal. I automatically always mm-hmm. think of. Mm-hmm. And then there was the guy that has the motorcycle that's got the, the skull on his, uh, yeah, I forget his name, but um. I should probably already know all these guys, but sure. no, it's um, Sweet Tooth was like the centerpiece of the whole thing. I mean, he he comes in and out, I and mean, he's he's in almost every episode, starting with like episode two to some extent or another. Yeah, I mean, it makes. I mean, sense. he has he he goes through has a fan club at some point, and it, <laughs> it, it, I mean, just like stuff you would never assume that would ever be Sweet Tooth. If anything, it's one of those things where you watch it just so that you can hear Will Arnett doing a voice like that, and mm. he just. He kills it. I mean, mm. it's Will Arnett. He's, he's yeah. amazing. This is on Amazon Prime. Uh, Peacock. Uh, no, Peacock. Peacock. Okay. All right. Peacock exclusive. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll definitely check that out. I'm a. If, it, it might be a bit much for you, Brock. You may not like it, but just give it a shot. I, I can handle a lot of things. It's, it all depends on who's involved with it. <laughs> there's no Seth Rogen in this. Yeah. <laughs> there's, <your> <laughs> there's our transition. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, Mutant Mayhem was just released, and our two turtle experts uh, have seen it. Mm-hmm. And uh, as I'll just go ahead and knock knock this one out of the way, I will not see it until it comes to streaming, where I don't have to risk one of my dollars going to Seth Rogen. <laughs> and there it is. And I'll just there leave it. Is. I don't like Seth Rogen at all. And so if I can, if I can avoid supporting him, I will. But if it's on Peacock where I'm already paying a, or uh, Paramount. Paramount. Paramount, if it's on Paramount plus where I'm already paying a subscription, then 
Hey, that that's my well, that's my dollar going to Star Trek, not Seth. That's right. Well, uh, that's- the only thing I understand that, but like it, the art, like support one of the big things, like I like about this one. We'll I guess we'll roll into it. That sure, it played well on the big screen. Was the art style? It looked like a living comic book. Comic book. Hmm. Well, it, it uses the same art style that Spider Man um, yeah. does. And, yeah. yeah and, yeah, into the Spider Verse. It's the exact same style, and it works so well for the turtles. Yep. Yeah. It's and there and the personality. These turtles are. I mean, they, they did change around the um, origins a little bit. They modernized um, uh, it, which I understand that. Yeah. That's you know we're we're yeah. And, and the 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 turtles were a bit younger. They seemed well, a bit younger. They they, they the teen they put the teenage in the teenage part of it. They're very mm-hmm. teenage boys. Mm-hmm. It's. It's very they're not like professional ninjas who are struggling with their teenage urges or anything like that. It, it's it, like these are legit teenagers. It's that awkward teenage years we all went through. Like there's a, there's a lot of relate rela- uh, relatability with it because like you know it's it te- you know you want to see the bigger world but you're still you know a young young person. There's mm-hmm. there's that. I mean, it's it's very good. Like I said, me and him, me and me and Kevin talk. Like they they change around some of the the origins, which I'm not a fan of but it's not a deal breaker with mm-hmm. me like i said i mean i don't want to go spoiler territory i don't know how we want to go far we want to go into this no nah, well 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 in this i will say in this one you know the the, the origin is 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 similar but it's still the ooze and yeah. everything but oh yeah there's a lot of, of a lot of yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah the ooze is still there but the origins baxter stockman okay um, okay which you know which is you, uh you're one of your favorite actors which i f- hate you're not gonna support there uh giancarlo esposito he is the yes. voice of Baxter. Look, he's going to get a lot of money for me when he shows oh, up at Alabama Comic yes, Con. Yes. Yeah. I'm not worried I mean, about granted, it. Granted, he's only in there for a few, but, yeah. you know, he, it's, yeah. It, I remember when he, because I, I didn't look at the full character, the, yeah. uh, the voice actor list, and he started talking. And I was like, that's Giancarlo Esposito. Oh, my God. Well, see, this, wow. This is the cool thing about also with the Turtles movie is, is even though it's a turtle, they, of course, you know, this is going into what's happening. This is a Turtles movie, a first Turtles movie, no shredder. Wow! No, no, sh- well, no well, shredder in, in the main story of it. In the main story, shredder is not the the common enemy. This, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You, you kind of get like you get Baxter Stockman, yeah. and of course, uh, what they did, they kind of that's one thing I do like. They kind of gave gave his, well, you know, eventually Baxter Stockman becomes you know the fly, which mm-hmm. he is super fly, which <laughs> Ice Cube, they could have picked oh a gosh. better. Like the well, you can say what you will about Rogan, but like some of the voice acting, like Ice Cube is freaking awesome. Like yeah. it's so good. Mm. Yeah, he did a I mean, you know, Ice Cube obviously plays a good aggressive yeah. guy, you know, and he's just all the roles he plays, he's always like, you know, he, he's got that that trademark style. So he always plays like the a good aggressive character. Mm-hmm. And in this one, it was like it, when he played he played Superfly, it was the best. I don't. I don't know anybody they could have done any better than that. Honestly, him and of course Paul Rudd is Mondo Gecko. <laughs> yes, which oh, is Paul's just, in this too. Yes. Okay. It has oh. a all star cast. Like oh, a lot of, yeah. I saw all the a, names firing off in the whenever I catch the previews. Yeah. It is funny. Some of them were kind of odd to see some of the choices. Like uh, Leatherhead's voice was very funny but still like odd because you're so used to the cliche cajun where you have a more feminine australian yeah. accent mm. yeah that's rose yeah, burn. It was interesting. I can't her name. rose burn well, it's, 
it's a cool thing about like it's uh, all the old cartoons like essentially like i'm not going to story but you kind of get to see the turtles and kind of a actual movie adaptation of the mutanimals which has never happened yes. before well and it's and this is kind of like an origin story i mean yeah you know, we, we there's the a lot of Ninja turtles origin story a lot but we get to see the origins like all of them yeah, like, and, and they've changed, Rock, and they've Eddie, changed it, but it's gonna make it's gonna make sense for the the world they're building. Okay, so yeah. I, I have to ask. Uh, okay, did they do they do an astronaut version? Do they do uh, Donatello as Spock? No, no, all those th- you talking about all the figures like they just released yeah. with them. It, those were all just tributes to just, the original okay. figures, like because. I did okay. I I take back what I said. I did throw a <laughs> dollar or two towards Seth, I guess, because I did buy that box set at Walmart. <laughs> just there, because there, Donatello is Spock, yeah, and they're yeah. like, "Oh, that's perfect," because I've I've got all the I've got all the original uh, Playmates Turtles as Star yeah. Trek mint on card. Yeah, I've got them all, and so when I when I saw them uh, bring out uh, Donatello on it, I was like, yeah. "Okay, I got to get that box set at least." Well, while we're going on that, like I said, I know uh, your fellow Ralph guy there, uh, Kevin, I don't know about you, but like my turtle, I was very happy how they presented Ralph. He was the, he is the brute, the tough guy, but he also has the big heart. Did you also, did you also catch where there was a point in there where his shell cracked? Yeah. That was, that was incredible. I mean, that's that's been something they've carried throughout a lot of the movies is that, that, you know, Ralph is so aggressive that he has a cracked shell. Yep. Um, I, t- so. I tell you, I tell you that really, like I said, I, I like Raphael. The Raphael is my favorite turtle, but I want you to know if Donatello is your turtle, this movie oh was made God. for you. Donatello yeah. is the best turtle in this movie. He, yes. His character is so good. He is so funny. The The young guy's voice is so perfect for that teenage awkwardness. It's 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 really good. Like I said, if you're a Donatello fan, you're going to mm-hmm. love this movie because like Donnie is to me the best turtle well, in this and movie. And the thing is, is, is like, like, uh, I really liked Donnie was to me. Donnie was good. I, I kind of felt like um, the one that had the most growth and that, that was the most different was actually Leo. Well, Leo, yeah, mm-hmm. coming into the leader shoes, yeah. like he, yeah, he's because I mean they they all look at him like, oh, Leo, he's trying to be the big the yeah, big leader. And they were just making fun of him constantly, and then being dad's and then, favorite, yeah, he, yeah. And then and then he actually starts actually being the leader, and they're like pointing out like, bro. That you're actually being a leader now, and then he just starts says something. They're like, "Ed, you ruined it." <laughs> also, the, here's here's the other thing. Like you're gonna like I said with y'all, y'all guys being parents of you know y'all guys y'all have teenagers now. Split. It's very like even though my son's younger, but like it's a splinter coming to terms with his sons are growing up, and you know they have to go out into the world. Mm-hmm. That's that's a big thing on parenting. There, like you're gonna be like, okay, this hits home. Mm-hmm. Which Jackie Chan also another great voice oh casting God. for Splinter. So that was like the greatest a, man. Oh my god, oh. he was so good. He was so good, and I mean, he is kind of a in this movie. He's a helicopter parent, and he's he's kind yeah. of overbearing, and he's like, look, telling them stories to keep them from leaving. Yeah, the world, yeah, hmm. yeah. It, it's 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 very it's hmm. oh man, like I enjoyed it. Like I is is it my favorite turtles entry? No, but like I it's up there with my favorites. Like I really enjoyed it. Like it's it'll I'll be definitely rewatching it a lot when it comes out. I just wish they would have given Bebop and Rocksteady more, but yeah. I understand why they didn't because they didn't need to really. I think maybe, maybe for what they tease and then hopefully the eventual everything goes on. Yeah. But so like, we know at some point, eventually they're going to become henchmen yeah. of a certain can opener guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can opener. 
like it's it's uh, the cool thing about it is it's its own thing but if you've been a long-term fan there's so many things you can point up and be like oh this is where this is going this is where this is going mm-hmm. like I, I, yeah, a, lot, a lot of in this a lot of the villain is tcri um it, it, tcri is in this quite a bit um, yeah from, from, from the beginning on it's pretty much set that they are the primary antagonists even though there are, is another antagonist that you know in Ice Cube's character, yeah, um, it, TCRI is like the, the 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 they're behind all of it because they and are it, behind all of it. Even like in in the original '90s, you know, Turtles two, and we were talking about yeah. news. We saw, you know, granted they called them TGRI in the movie, yeah, but, you know, TCRI. They they you know they're they're always behind this. You know, mm. it's it, pretty and much every like, mutation. You kind of have the outside of the Superfly character. You have a character, Cynthia Utram. Which, if you're a Turtles fan, you already know where this is going, but that does, they don't show that, so that's cool for the new fans to see something kind of cool happen. Especially her design, like you, you pick up her design, don't you, Kevin? Which mm-hmm. is, yeah, mimicking. That's the cool thing about it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's a it's a good movie. I mean, if you're a if you're a good hardcore TMNT fan, you're not going to be disappointed. There were some changes, you know. There was you know more controversial change on the net of how they did April and changed her around, but honestly. Um, when you see the movie and you see how she acts and, and she's around the same um, developmental age as the, as the turtles. Yeah. Um, and she has her own little, her own little mini arc where she kind of becomes a reporter. You know, she goes from being just kind of like, Oh, I don't know. And I'm, I'm, I'm this and into and coming into her own and actually being a reporter that actually happens in the movie too. So it actually uh, does really well for her character too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it was a visual change to the character, but it really, once you get in there, the voice actor is good enough that it's just like you don't even really notice. Yeah, like I said, all, she's good. Much as like so you know, I know you don't like Rogan. He, he, Bebop and Rocksteady, they're in it, but they're not. He's not a centerpiece of it, you know, so you don't have to worry about he, that. He has about maybe four lines yeah. in, at, at, at the most, mm. and it's always him talking off of Rocksteady. Yeah. He's, he hardly ever talks on his own, so it's like you, you really never hear him that much. Okay. But it was his story, and, and yeah. he, he did help write it. So yeah, okay. And there's a couple of Easter eggs for like I know there's one Easter egg music wise you'll notice in the movie, oh, yeah. and that, that's the other good thing. The soundtrack on this thing is great. <laughs> yes. There's some there's some good good choices for songs for fighting moments and other good things you're going to laugh at because you're like how absurd of all the songs to pick for this you pick this. Hmm. So okay. I, it's it, it's fun. Like I said, y'all guys, we'll we'll revisit it when y'all watch it when it comes to streaming. Yeah, and that, the way they're going, it usually they get there pretty fast. Yeah, it won't take yeah. long. And and I will say, as much as I would like to recommend folks go see in the theaters, um, it's okay if you wait because this this mm-hmm. this movie wasn't made for the theaters. I mean, it looks great in the theaters. Don't get me wrong; it mm-hmm. will work and it will view just as well if you yeah. watch it streaming. Okay, right. It kind of has a Saturday morning cartoon vibe to it, like okay. as it should. Mm-hmm. Well, eventually, I think they're going to launch this into a new series, or they're going to do like mini movies. Mm. There you go. I think that's what they're going to do. I think that's what I last I'd I'd read about. Like they may like I think they're going to like give some of the other mutants like a a mini movie on Paramount Plus. Okay. Speaking of, they got the rights to uh, to stream the '87 original cartoon. Yes, yep. I saw that. I yeah. did see that. The other I'm day. excited about that. Mm-hmm. I've been Fred trying. Wolf. I, I've been trying to get the uh, the DVD set that's actually in the the Turtle Van case. I've been trying to yep. get it for years and just never have. I'm hoping I can still find it at some sort of decent price. But yeah, I was to, lucky to, the wife bought that for me years ago. Oh yeah, but that's Bo, awesome. Question for you: Do you still know the intro song by heart? 
Of course. <laughs> I mean, I can. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my god, that's one yes, of those so things good. that will always stick with you. Yeah. Which is I, funny. It was written by Chuck Lorre, the guy infamous with Big Bang Theory and all those shows. <laughs> really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it was written by him. I remember when Burger King, though, when you, you could go to Burger King and for like 99 cents, you got two episodes on a VHS tape. Yeah. I still have those. I, I got some of mine, too. Mine are, yeah. There's it behind me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Well, good. Well, we'll uh, we'll check it out when it hits when it hits Paramount and I don't feel so guilty about supporting I, Seth. I, I, you're, you'll like, like I said, if, if you've liked any iteration of the Turtles, even if you don't like the movie as a whole, there's going to be something in the movie you're like, I like this. This is fun. You know, it's... I'm always willing to give, you know, to give new stories a chance, you know, yeah. but there's, I just, I have this OCD issue with certain actors and Seth is one of them that I just can't bring myself to... <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, and I was, tell, I was telling these guys before we before we really got into the episode, you know, I I probably still would have gone to see Super Mario Brothers in the theater because I love Mario and Luigi so much. And I didn't know that Seth was the voice of Donkey Kong. And when we got in there and I heard that laugh, I'm like, oh, no, <laughs> I've I've supported him. Oh, I, I feel horrible. Is that I feel dirty? I, I did. Man. Wash my hands. It's, it's, it's like it's like when Ace Ventura finds out about Lois Einhorn. Yeah, he's oh. <laughs> that bad. He's at, he's in the shower scrubbing. No! The crying game. Yeah. <laughs> Just, so that's what happened to the plunger. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I, I wasn't kissing Donkey Kong, but you know, <laughs> I had to jump in the shower and wash off. Like oh, I supported Seth. <laughs> so uh, but, I will. Uh, I, I will say, Brock, the only other thing that I wanted to mention tonight mm-hmm. that I, I know you guys, no one else has gotten to see this yet, but just a very small plug. If you are watching Star Trek Strange New Worlds, oh, yes. The latest episode, the musical episode, the one they've been talking about, mm-hmm. that's the greatest episode so far. I can't wait. It's it, It's been incredible. I mean, I don't know if a lot of folks don't already realize, but most of the main cast of Strange New Worlds, they're actually stage trained actors. Mm -hmm. They've they've done productions before. Most of them have been in Mm -hmm. productions before. So they get into this episode and you're I didn't know what to expect. And from the first song, I was like, okay, I would 100 percent go to a stage adaptation of this back in New York again on Broadway if they did it. Yeah. I've been, even think about it. I've been hearing about this episode for a couple of weeks now. And it's, yeah, it's sad that we haven't had a chance to sit down and watch it's been it a busy yet. Weekend. But uh, I don't even know what I was trying to figure out what kept us Thursday from watching it, that we watched something, something prevented us from doing it. And I, at this time, I can't yeah, remember for what the life it is. Me, I can't remember what we watched. So yeah, it's well, a phenomenal episode. You yeah. guys will love it. It's it's great. By the time if you this... don't like musicals, you're gonna hate it. No, but no, if we you like musicals. musicals no, we love musicals. No, we're fine then. Yeah, we. Uh, by the time this episode drops, we'll probably have watched it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, definitely. Right. Yeah, cool. it's. You, there has yet to be a bad episode of Star Trek: Strange New Worlds. Agreed. There oh, is, yeah. This is one. This is definitely up there with Next Generation for me. I really this. hope that the strike is over with by the time Dragon Con hits, because I just I want to. I know, I know, but nah. it's it's just gonna. 
I, I want to talk to Ethan so bad about some stuff, but you know, you just can't talk to him about Star Trek stuff. I, I know, I know, and that's oh, because this, this season has been just ask amazing. him about his granddad. Uh, well, everybody wants ask to him ask him how he does his hair. Everybody wants to ask him about his granddad, and I don't want to be that person. Well, you know what? You've got what four weeks, three weeks to really do some heavy research on him. I, I, I kind of already know, you know. I am not shocked to hear that statement just I, right off the bat. I, I, I kind of already know what I'm going to, you know, start out with talking to him about. So. Oh, I thought you already knew his whole backstory. You, you're, yeah, well, Jess is obsessed with Ethan Peck. Look, I have just the guy is amazing. He is just. But he's fun. He's great. He's a ton of fun. We yeah. we loved meeting him last year. We had a great time with him last year, and I, it's going to be just as fun this year. We just mm-hmm. can't talk about track with him. Let's just hope. And then plus, we're we're hoping you know the the whole thing oh. about the strike is 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 uh depending on whether we finish out getting some more signatures on that cast photo too. But from my understanding, well, you can bring yeah. something that will yeah. sign it. They but just won't it, have stuff there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, okay. I will. I will say from the perspective of someone who's not going to Dragon Con, I do hope that you know that the strikers actually do get what they need from this. Yeah, that's oh, the yeah. main thing. Well, yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and don't get me wrong. I don't want to seem like I just want it for my benefit of Dragon Con. I mean, I, I hope that this gets worked out for all of them involved as it should. I mm-hmm. mean, it, rightfully so. I, you know, I didn't. Excuse me, I didn't mean to sound so thinking no, about my own selfish wants for Dragon Con, but yes. No, we we are one hundred percent in support of, of mm-hmm. SAG AFTRA and, and the writers. Yes. Absolutely. They should be able to make a living and, and be able to maintain their lives. Right. And we, I mean we personally know people that are affected by this as oh, well yeah. too. So yeah. Yeah. yes. Yeah, absolutely. we have personal friends involved in this. Mm-hmm. But um oh, speaking of uh Bo, uh Bruce Horak. Mm-hmm. did the Star Trek convention this past weekend in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. That gives me hope that we can actually get him or on, <laughs> on our cast photo. I hope so, man. Yeah. I, I didn't that's, know if we'd get him or not. Oh, that's yeah. Well, it's and, weird. Like a lot, a lot of guests are now signing up for the cons cause they don't have nothing going on. So, Hey, yeah. hey yeah, Rebecca so. Romaine did, uh, yes. Ter- tariff, Terracon. Yeah. Oh, yep. if they, <laughs> yeah. I, Rebecca I is, I gotta meet Rebecca because I got I, I gotta get something with Mystique and I've got to get something on mm-hmm. uh, on Star Trek. I've always liked her, but I really fell in love with her as Una. Thank oh, she's God. great! She is oh wonderful. God. She is wonderful. Oh, so that good. That episode oh. just centering on her this season. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, God. Oh, yes. Yeah. Now, yeah, Bo, Bo, wait till you get to the um, the crossover episode with the animated series. Yes, and, yeah. And some of the things that are said in that mm-hmm. it, yeah. it, it it makes you even more endeared to her. Oh right? yeah, yeah. She has been wonderful. Like Golly. I said, she's. And on that note, oh. <laughs> we all stopped for a moment. I guess we're yeah, thinking yeah, right. about how awesome yeah. Rebecca is. <laughs> no, I've been thinking that for twenty plus years. <laughs> I love that woman. Uh, she, she is a very, she is a very beautiful. <laughs> she made us pause for thought there for a second. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Makes me think of the old days with Conan. Conan Stamos, <laughs> <laughs> when she was married to John. <laughs> um, I have been going. I'm just going to divulge this. Uh, maybe not all of it. I've actually been going back and forth through direct messages with, uh, Dave Blass, who was the production designer, the lead production designer for Star Trek Picard on Twitter. I've actually been DMing him back and forth. Um, he put out, uh, or he, he had printed out a panoramic print, uh, a poster of the bridge of the Enterprise D 
that they took on this massively impressive camera where he's standing like where the view screen is and you're looking back and it's a it's like a 12 Ooh. 12 by 36 it's a panoramic view of the bridge and he <clears throat> he posted up a picture of it and I went oh I've got to get one of those cuz he said I'm bringing them to Star Trek Las Vegas the convention and I'm going to have anybody who's anybody to sign this thing. Uh, if you're there, if you're not there, DM me and mm -hmm. let's see if we can make this happen. He opened up a run of those prints and has like Michael Okuda, you know, from the, yeah. from uh, who was heavily involved with next gen back in the day. Uh, it, a lot of the, the art department people uh, and the production people, to sign these panoramic posters and, and I was able to snag one from him. Nice. So it was not kind of neat. Cause with, you know, it was like, yeah, I'm going to give you a little bit of money for one of these prints, but at the same time, it was a little bit, bit of a personal conversation going on there. And of course, you know, even with his, you know, being involved with Picard and, and supporting the actors and, and the writers and stuff, he's just not gonna, not gonna divulge um, too much about, anything but you know it was just neat getting to talk to him yeah kind of on a one-on-one -on -one, just brief basis mm -hmm. over uh, over twitter if there's one thing that i can say i really like about social media is getting those little interactions here and there uh when you can otherwise i stay off as much as i can <laughs> you know sometimes not by my own fault yeah, you Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> so well, uh, anything else you guys want to talk about? I know, uh, unfortunately, this is this is a short episode for us just because our timing for recording kind of bled over and a little bit later than we're used to, and we've all got work in the morning. So we apologize for the, mm -hmm. you know, the brevity of this episode. But um, anything else you want, guys want to touch on before we call it a night? No, Cody Rhodes. I think I don't know of anything else we want to talk about. All right. <laughs> Well, if you want to catch a little bit longer version of the episode, a little bit of bonus, just go over to Patreon, patreon.com slash Bama Geeks. We always do uh, a little bit of extra bonus content for our Patreon members before we start the main episode. So uh, join Patreon, five bucks a month, get you access to the Discord, get you access to full episode videos, uh, including the uh, the bonus content for Patreon. And uh, if uh, you want to join us just anywhere else on social media, at Bama Geeks on Instagram, Twitter, or is it now X? X. Yeah. Is, is, is it completely? No, okay. it's not. They're not done transferring okay. everything yet. But. <laughs> everything I have on my phone and everywhere else, I just see X. So Instagram and Elon's platform and, <laughs> and Zuck's, you know, banishment platform <laughs> and then TikTok and YouTube. That's where you can find it. And, all, and also remember coming up for Dragon Con, which will be the episode or will be we'll record next episode, release it. And then at the beginning of September, we won't have an episode, but mm -hmm. uh, you can go to any of the social media channels and we'll post some uh, content from Dragon Con while we're there. And don't forget also Bama Geeks Front Porch on Facebook. That's our private community. Just ask to join and we uh, we just share some fun things in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So just keep it clean, keep it nice, and everybody has a good time. That's right. So we're going to wrap up episode 61. 
Wow. We thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate the support. And uh, tell your mom and them about us, you know. Spread the word. We'll teach you some Southern phrases and dad jokes. <laughs> we'll be sitting in the rocking chair waiting on you. That's right. <laughs> well, sweet tea and lemonade and some people, well, they just combine the two and get themselves an Arnold Palmer. Hey, hey. I'm going to go to Cracker Barrel and kick the kids out of the rocking chair and sit there and wait on you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll play some checkers while we wait. <laughs> but thanks so much again. We're going to call it a night. We'll see you for the next episode. Goodbye. Bye. Bye, folks.